Welcome to the Magnify Your Miracles podcast. Get ready to be inspired, uplifted, and connected to the miraculous energy of unconditional love that I call Mother Mary. If you're a highly sensitive, highly creative entrepreneur or light worker, and you want to magnify your impact and your intuition, you are in the right place. I'm your host, Reverend Francis Faden, interfaith minister, intuitive coach, and author of Meditation is Friendship with God. I can't wait to share miraculous stories, books, meditations, messages, and interviews with other miraculous lightworkers just like you. Are you ready to magnify your miracles? What are we waiting for? Let's get started. Hello, my miraculous friend, and welcome to another episode of the Magnify Your Miracles podcast. This is Reverend Francis Faden, and I'm so grateful that we get to spend this time together helping you to magnify your miracles. Have you ever wondered with all the different options out there, whether it's for physical healing or emotional healing or financial healing or, or, or even the path of awakening, have you ever wondered like, what is the best path? What is the right path for me? Well, today I'm going to tell you in my experience what it all boils down to. It boils down to one thing, no matter what kind of healing, what kind of awakening, what kind of manifesting you're looking to do, all of the things I've been talking about on the Magnify Your Miracles podcast, it all boils down to one thing. And that's what we're going to talk about. But first, let's take a deep breath together, get ourselves grounded and centered, really preparing ourselves to receive this inspiration. Breathing in the energy of expansion, breathing out anything that you no longer need. And knowing that whatever you need to help you move forward on your path, to really help you take the next step in magnifying your miracles, that's going to be exactly what you receive today. So we're going to take one more deep breath together in gratitude and we can begin. All right, my friends. So we just finished up our four-part series on manifesting. I love doing these little four-part series for you where I recommend a book and we go a little bit deeper on a topic that we can't really cover in just one episode. And so we were talking about manifesting and what I believe to be the most important ingredients in there. And I also shared with you a really powerful book and then a really powerful meditation. So if you haven't had a chance to go back and listen to the last four episodes, I highly recommend that you do that. But I will share with you that I've been doing a lot of thinking over this past month and a lot of reflecting really is probably a better term. And I've been working with my own clients and I've been encouraging them to get really clear about what it is that they believe. And because I know that especially if you are an entrepreneur, really being clear about what matters to you and what you believe is essential to developing that magnetism that really draws potential clients or customers to you. So of course, this is something that I always encourage my own mentoring clients to do, those that have a business, I should say. So I've been thinking about this for myself because often as I'm coaching other people, I look to see where am I in this whole process? And I realized that I needed to do a little clarification for myself of what do I really believe? And what, as Oprah would say, what do I know for sure? What do I know for sure? Well, the first thing I'm going to share with you that is that I've been on this journey 
this journey of awakening, this journey of self-exploration, this journey of healing, no joke, since I was about 11 years old, was around that time that I was like, what is the truth? And I started studying all kinds of things. And I've been really looking for the answer to this question of what really works, what's really true. Because at that young age, I just knew that what I was being told couldn't possibly be what was really true. You know, I understood that like it worked for some people, but I was like, this can't be because I was still in touch at that time with my own inner knowing and my inner self before it kind of got, you know, muddied through adolescence and then young adulthood as happens with most people. But I had that sense. And so I had a searching and curious mind, which I still have a very curious mind, probably always going to have a curious mind. And I started looking at everything. So in this process of really looking to see what was true back then, first thing I did is I looked at astrology and I started studying astrology from a psychological point of view. And for those of you who've been on the planet, as long as I have, you'll remember a really amazing book by Linda Goodman called Love Signs. It explained relationships and how people connect with each other. That book helped me understand so much about myself and about other people. And that was my go-to book for a really long time. And then I just was so curious about all these different things at that time and numerology and past lives and all kinds of things. But when I was 19, I had a healing crisis. I had a health crisis and doctors were kind of scratching their heads and they didn't really understand what was going on with me. My sister took me to a healer on Long Island. And this was the first time I'd gone to anybody like that. And she didn't take any information from me. She didn't ask me about my symptoms. All she did was take a Q-tip and take a little bit of my saliva. And she went in the back room. And that's all I know is that she took my saliva, went in the back room, and she came back right to the area where I was having problems. She put her hand right there and she said, this area is only functioning at like 20%. And I was like, oh my God, how did she know that, right? And then she like, you know, gathered up some herbs and she said, now I have a, you know, a protocol for you. There's some herbs that you can take, but, and she looked me right in the eye and she said, unless you deal with the emotional issue that's going on here. And she told me there was somebody I needed to forgive. She said, if you don't forgive that this issue is going to keep coming back. Well, that was the first time anybody had ever told me that there was a connection between what was going on in my mind and my emotions and what was happening in my body. And then I started studying everything I could to understand how to heal my own body. And I started studying Louise Hay, and she talked a lot about the connection between the mind and the body. And in my journey, my friends, I can tell you that I, like I said, I studied astrology. I dipped into numerology for a little bit. I started studying Edgar Cayce and the Association for Research and Enlightenment. I started studying some of their things. I even went down there for some workshops. I did a couple of past life regressions, which was very interesting. I actually became a body worker myself, became a massage therapist. That's when I started doing energy work as well, became an energy healer. I've been to chiropractors. I've been to homeopathic people. I've been to herbalists and naturopaths. I've been to uh, Reiki healers and crystal healers. I've done just about 
everything you can think of. I've done flower essences. I've done essential oils. I've looked, because part of it is I love all of these things, but I kept looking and looking and looking. And then, you know, as I got older, I became an interfaith minister and I started serving diff- different traditions. I uh, met my wife, Deepa, and was, you know, moved to California, drove across the country, all the while, you know, looking and looking. And then I found uh, my teacher at the time, Paramahansa Yogananda, and went really deep into those teachings and looked at my diet, took healing classes, became a meditation teacher, went to Italy on pilgrimage, meditated in the cave of St. Francis of Assisi, uh, meditated by the tomb of St. Clair of Assisi, went, saw so many saints, I can't even tell you, went to India for a month and was there on pilgrimage. And I've been up to the Himalayas and been through sacred rituals up there. I've done sacred rituals down in the Ganges. I've dipped in the Ganges. I've dipped in a beautiful sacred river called the Deva Priyag in India. I've been to the homes of self-realized masters. I've been anointed. I've been initiated. You name it. Pretty much I've done it. You know, moved back across the country, done Ayurveda. You name it. I have done all these things. And not to mention all the self-development and business development and marketing that I've learned and the whole nine yards. I mean, I'm just open to all of it, right? And all of this was my own journey, really. It was my own kind of perpetual pilgrimage to really know myself, to really understand the path of healing, to really understand the path of success and how did it all work? And why did some things work for some people and some things work for other people? Why were some people really good acupuncturists and other people only in so-so? Why, you know, was my question, my eternal question. And I was always looking for that highest vibration. And so as everybody who's listened to my podcast knows, I even experienced a visitation from Mother Mary in 2012. And I've been since then channeling and doing all this stuff. And I've still had this question in my mind, in the back of my mind of like, what's the one thing that kind of makes it all work? What does it all boil down to? Well, in the last few months or so, I can tell you that it's been getting clearer and clearer to me that it all boils down to this. It all boils down to self-love, all of it. Because all the things that I've talked about will only do so much for you if you don't love yourself. Nothing can take the place of that. Not one thing. Not even having Mother Mary come and visit me and to be in her presence. Not even being with these amazing gurus in India and in other places and being anointed and initiated and everything. If you don't love yourself, it only helps so much. Now, don't get me wrong. All of those things have helped me. Every single thing I've done has been helpful. Every single thing I've done has moved me along in my path. And there are some people that will swear by all of it. I have people who tell me, 
aromatherapy is the thing that saved their lives. And I'm like, amen, sister. It's awesome. I'm not putting down any of these things. In fact, I'm encouraging you to follow your own intuition. But I'm also going to share with you the truth of my experience, which is that it does start within. And I know it sounds corny, but having done a lot of these things, wanting the outer things to kind of fix whatever might it, it might be, to address whatever it might be, without really loving myself, it doesn't work. Works a little, works some. It's better than not doing anything, believe me. And I do believe that m- me looking for that answer was part of my path. And it was really also my attempt at loving myself. All of those things I did were an attempt at loving myself, but it was trying to love myself from the outside in. It was trying to get essential oils or flower essences or intuitive readings or, you know, whatever I was doing, I was trying to get the outside to kind of fill up my inside. And it doesn't really work that way. So imagine for yourself, if you've tried these things, if you've been on the path for a while, maybe you're frustrated with where you are. I get a lot of people that connect with me and they say, can you help me? I'm frustrated. I feel stuck. And I always, whenever I do a miracle meeting with someone, I'm always listening for where are they? Where are they in their journey? Are they open? Are they really ready to take that next step? Because not everybody is. I know I wasn't for a really long time. I thought that I was, but I really wasn't. And as I've become ready, more people that can be really helpful have come forward. And I've shared with all of you uh, in past episodes how this past fall, the crystals started talking to me, the little crystal beings. Now I've had crystals for a long time, but something shifted about six or eight months ago where suddenly I can hear them and feel them in a different way than I could before. Why is that? Because something in me has been healing. As I have been letting go of looking outside and really focusing on what is it that I need to do to love myself so that when I go to acupuncture, it's even more healing. So that when I adjust my diet, it's even more healing. So that when I do yoga, it's even more healing because I'm not doing it from a place of lack of love, trying to push it in. I'm doing it from a place of, I love myself and life loves me. And one way I'm going to do that is by doing some yoga or by making myself a lovely meal. or by going for a walk. I noticed that for me, my self-care became a to-do list because I wasn't coming from love. It was this to-do list of like, all these things I need to do. I need to go for a walk. I need to get up at a certain time. I need to make sure I'm taking my vitamins or supplements or whatever. You know, over the years, I've done a lot of different things. I need to make sure that I'm doing my gratitude and do this and do that. And it started to feel like I was being a taskmaster to myself instead of lovingly taking actions. 
lovingly taking actions. Now, I've come to believe that this is the whole enchilada. And unlike what other people might think about the path of success, I've shared with you before, I believe success is a healing path. And I'm going to be talking about this a whole lot more. Because I really think that to magnify your miracles, you got to love yourself. It's one of the things that Mother Mary has been guiding me personally and guiding all of my clients in is how do you do that? What does that look like for you? Well, part of the way that you start to love yourself is by knowing yourself. It's not really that different than if you were to meet somebody else. If you think about someone in your life that you really love, maybe it's your spouse. Maybe it's your pet. Maybe it's your best friend or your cousin or your parents or your kids, whatever. There was a time that you had to get to know them. Especially if you've ever like adopted a pet, you know, your pet comes home and they're, they're kind of like checking out your house and they're kind of checking you out and they're feeling a little bit like uneasy and, and they're trying to get to know you and you're trying to get to know them. And then eventually you get into a rhythm, right? And we've had our, we've had our birds now going on 14 years. And when we first got them, it was like, this is the weirdest thing in the world, having birds. Now I can't imagine life without them because we're all in sync with each other. I know them. I know that when they're in a good mood, I know when they're in a bad mood. I know when they need to, you know, come out and get some exercise and when they need to take a nap. Like I know, because I can feel their energy and they know me. They know when I'm having a hard day and they come up to me and we sing together and it's really fun. This is what it's like with you, my friend. You have to know yourself. You have to know that part of you that perhaps you feel is unlovable. Might be an inner child part. It might be your cranky teenager. It might be the part of you that doesn't feel smart enough, whatever it might be. But you need to get to know yourself. One of the best ways that I know to do that is working with your energy. That's why that's the core work that I offer for people is working with your energy. When people work with me, it's not just working with me. I'm actually working with you and working with your energy because whatever you need to really help you shift, it's in your energy. Whatever you need to really help you get to the next level in your life, it's in your energy. You know, people think they can think their way to that next level. You can't. If your energy is not there with you, you're not going to get to that next level. You're going to keep running up against something on the inside. And that thing on the inside is loving yourself. Taking care of yourself in a way that feels loving and good to you. You can be doing all the right things, but if on the inside, you're still critical of yourself, you're still judging yourself, you're still putting yourself down, it's going to be hard for you to get to that next level financially, emotionally, creatively, in relationships, whatever it might be. You know how people, and I'll probably do a, another episode on this, but people like to say this thing. This is one of my pet peeves in the whole personal development industry. People will say, everything that you want is on the other side of your comfort zone. And they draw you a circle and they write comfort zone on the inside and they write on the outside your dreams. It's like everything that you want is outside your comfort zone. 
And this is my least favorite thing that's out there when it comes to motivating and helping people. Because it's basically giving you the message that success and your dreams are uncomfortable. And who wants to be uncomfortable? Not me. But the way that I see it is that everything that you're longing for is longing for you. That's the first thing. The second thing is everything that you're longing for is outside of your circle of self-love. Do you love yourself enough to give yourself permission to have the things that make you happy? I talk to my clients about this every day and you would be surprised. You would be surprised at when I say to people, what would it be like for you to go for your dream job? What would it be like for you to give yourself permission to look for a house that actually works for you? They're like, uh, well, I can't do that. I'm like, how come you can't do that? And their mind comes up with all these reasons why. And I'm like, what would it be like to give yourself permission to try? And they're like, oh, I never even thought of that. So much in life is giving yourself permission, especially for women. Give yourself permission. Love yourself enough. So I see that circle of comfort that they talk about as a as like a heart-shaped circle. And it's a widening circle of self-love. Love yourself enough to ask for a raise. Love yourself enough to book the vacation. And if you're having a hard time, love yourself enough to get a coach who can help you. Love yourself enough to call a therapist who can help you overcome whatever might be happening. These are self-love acts that will really make a difference for you. So whether you are looking to get to the next level in your business, you want to deepen your connection with the divine, you want to have a more open heart in your relationship, you want to experience more love, you want to manifest more cash, more money, you want to do, you know, anything creative, whatever it might be, you want to travel, whatever it is, I'm going to ask you to really make this something that you try on for yourself. You know I never ask you to believe what I believe, but I'm going to ask you if it resonates with you. Try it on. Give yourself this next month and say, well, all right, Reverend Francis said, if I do this for a month, I can see what happens. And if your life doesn't change, you don't see things moving and shaking and moving in a direction that you want, go back to the old way. It's okay. It's, it'll be there waiting for you. But what if you tried something different? You know, I always say at the end of every podcast episode that the key to magnifying your miracles is to know that your miracle is already here. That means it's already here. It's up for us to become aware of it and to accept it. And I'm actually thinking about changing my tagline thinking about changing it from your miracles already here, which is true, to something a little bit more in alignment with this idea of it all boils down to loving yourself. So if you have any suggestions for a good tagline, let me know, leave me a comment. I'm going to be working on it probably over the next couple of weeks and coming up with what's the thing I really want to say at the end of my podcast that's true, that I know to be true, that is also affirming that it all boils down to this. 
self-love is the key to everything. It's the key to your healing. It's the key to your success. It's the key to your spiritual awakening. And I'm going to be talking about that next week, how the spiritual path, the path of awakening, first of all, that it's a healing path and how it's different for women. Men and women both have a a path that they have to go on, but it's completely different for women than it is for men. And I'm going to talk to you about that next week. And hopefully it'll shed some light on why you might have been struggling with what traditional religion offers us. I'm excited to share it with you. It's a little bit controversial. I've been nervous about it but it's really important and I really want to help whoever needs to hear it. And I know I need to hear it. I know a lot of women need to hear that there's a different path that we need to take that nobody's talking about. And if we claim it, we can really begin to experience a miraculous life. I know it. So my friend, I'd love to hear from you. Does this resonate with you? Are you in a place in your life where you're wanting to really get to know yourself and to really get to know how to magnify your dreams, how you can take your business to the next level? It all has to do with your energy and getting to know yourself and learning to love yourself and the way that you're wired because you're wired for success and for love and for creativity in a way that is unique to you. That's why I love the work that I do is honoring that uniqueness in you. I would love to talk to you if you'd like to find out how you can start to magnify your miracles, how you can get to the next level, how you can start to understand the miracle that you are. You know, I've always said, if I could have a superpower, You know, people want to fly and all these things. The superpower I wish that I had, which I have a tiny little bit of it, which is good, is I wish I could help people see themselves through God's eyes. I wish that I could help people to see what I see when I look at your energy and I'm like, wow, look at her. Look at you. You're amazing. You have no idea all the beautiful energy that you have and how much spirit is supporting you. Every time I look at somebody's energy, it is different and it is an honor. It's like, wow, look at her. Even if you don't feel good that day, your energy is amazing. And the more you can see yourself that way, the more you can see like, maybe I am, the more your life will begin to unfold in miraculous ways. So please, if you feel called, schedule a miracle meeting with me. It's a chance for us to get to know each other and find out what's the next right step for you. Whether it's, you know, the right thing for you to work with me and in what capacity, you can go to francisfaden.com forward slash miracle meeting and just pick a time that works for you. And if you ever have any trouble with that, just reach out to me directly And we can always set up a time that works for you. Sometimes people have time zone issues and what's on there doesn't always work, but I can always make something work for you. So just reach out to me and let me know. And in the meantime, I'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode and this topic, that it all boils down to this. You got to love yourself. Really 
truly, deeply, madly. Not just like surface level fluff. Takes a lot of courage to love yourself in a world that tells us not to do that. That's why we need help. That's why we need support. If you did enjoy this episode, I would so appreciate it if you could share it with anyone that you know that might benefit from hearing it, share it on social media, send it to your friends, whatever works for you. I'm so, so grateful for everybody who does that. And if you have done that recently, thank you, thank you, thank you. You are a huge blessing in my life and a blessing on the planet. I'm so, so grateful. Again, feel free to leave me a comment. I uh, respond to all the comments. And the most important thing is if you can leave a review, oh, that helps me out so, so much. And I appreciate anything and everything that you can do. So God bless you, my friend. Remember that the key to magnifying your miracles is to know that your miracle is already here and to love yourself enough to receive it. God bless you, my friend. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Magnify Your Miracles podcast. I'm so grateful to be able to spend this time with you. If you want even more inspiration, feel free to visit my website, francisfaden.com or magnifyyourmiracles.com. And if you did enjoy this episode, I would really appreciate it if you left a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever it is that you connect with awesome podcasts. Remember, the key to magnifying your miracles is remembering that your miracle is already here.